everyone. This is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while giggling, snorting, and going on tangents at a moment's notice. It's the last week of hiatus, and while we're definitely still luxuriating, we miss you. I'm swimming in the deep, delicious waters of reading whatever the hell I want, which you'll hear about more next week. And Erin is geeking out over the Winter Olympics and filling Rooster's bowl whenever she starts throwing it around the kitchen. Pushy B. Meanwhile, we're scheming some super fun things over at HBHQ. I have to give a huge shout out to Susanna for being the data maven of our dreams. Susanna, I don't know what we'd do without you. And I love you so much. And now, in honor of the Winter Olympics, we're re-releasing part one of From Lukov with Love by Mariana Zapata. Get ready for Bing Boom Bong, Figure Skating with Aaron, Big Clackin' Balls, and so much more. And when you get to the end and need the rest, part two is episode 122. Here we go. Hi, Aaron. Hello, Aaron. Hello, we're marching into this episode. Uh, I just, I feel like, I feel like this is how we just start these now. And I feel like we need to start like just taking it down a couple of notches. I'm so excited to see your face. Every time I feel like we're having like a regular normal conversation and I can handle the energy of it. And then we turn on record and all of a sudden you're at your most melody. I just love doing this so much. <laughs> me too. Me too. I know, it just manifests like, in a in a different in does. a different energy. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we operate it at different levels, you know. Can you imagine though if we were if there both were two melodies? melodies? God, or there were two errands, no one would listen to it. <laughs> it would be like that fake SNL NPR show where oh, they yeah. talk about uh, grains, like the sweaty balls one. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, anyway, you make such a good point. Hello and welcome to <laughs> romance novels with Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> see that's what you need that's what you need yeah we we got this hufflepuff slytherin romance thing down you and i ah, hold on wait though what? i'm sorry i have a bone to pick with you and yours and i'm what sorry we I'm, we're we having gonna start with housekeeping we're, no we're having this confrontation on the podcast oh, because i feel what? as though i've been targeted by your household when did i rooster what did i do oh I think they're working together now, Aaron. Who, Rooster and Goat? That's right. Oh, impossible. No, <laughs> no you wait. You wait. So I go, to, no, I go to open up Netflix the other day, and it says, hmm, you're logged out. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Okay, well, here I go. I'm going to log back in. And then it says, there is no email address associated with <gasps> any account that is this oh, email no. address. And I was Are like, bankrupt? I have been a Netflix? member since like day dot how dare you say my email anyway long story short i call customer service and i have been extra super hacked they hacked (gasps) me they got rid of my email address they upgraded my account to like the 11 billion dollar as many screens as you want program they and then aaron wait for it they turned 
the account language to Spanish. Dun, <gasps> dun, dun. <laughs> Rooster's good at losing passwords, not at gaining them. I do not think this is her. That's why I think that Rooster and Goat are working together. No. Rooster has the big ideas and Goat is the little the little marcher. No. She no, does it. No. I, I think Mm-mm. she got me. No. I think Goat you're isn't a law-abiding dog. <laughs> you don't know that. She could be a sneakasaur. You, do you know the joke this week is, is that it? Goat, G-O-A-T, greatest of all time, Goat has changed her name officially to Gato by switching two of the letters <laughs> so that she can get more cat food. <laughs> she it did work, love- though. She fell in love with that cat food, Erin. You opened she, the door. Honestly, she fucking loves cat food. It's still on it's still on my table. And so when I grab the dog food to give to them, she stays sitting by the table looking at the cat food while I'm mm. actively feeding her dog food in the other room. She loves it. Loves cat food. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Okay, now we can move on to housekeeping, but I need you to do some investigations in your house. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll go see. Yeah. Right, I want you to interrogate them. Rooster can't even type. She does the draw feature. That's why I think Goat is the soldier. No, no, no. I just can't. I cannot. The account was turned to Spanish, Erin. She's a law-abiding citizen. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. Okay, so housekeeping. I got a really, really nice Twitter DM telling me that I had fucked up, which was true, you guys. I done fucked up. In the first episode of Red, White, and Royal Blue, I called Alex Hoppa, which is not right. And if you recall back to the Eyes of Silver, Eyes of Gold episode, I did that the one time because I was so flustered about my learning the history of the word mongrel. <laughs> yeah, that and, like there were so many <laughs> there were so many terrible words used yes. in that book for him like he yeah. was called quote half breed like yes. various horrible things that we didn't want to keep saying throughout the podcast. Right. And and Hoppa is a is a historically very, very loving, accepting, celebratory word for people who I just learned are half white and half native Hawaiian. When I grew up in Hawaii, I was always taught that it is a phrase. And when you Google it, the internet will tell you that hapa is a term for half white people and half Asian of like any geographic origin. But Ellen DM'd me. She is hapa in its truest sense of the word. She's um she's what uh, my aunties would call hapa haoli because she's half white half native Hawaiian. And she was like, listen, I didn't correct you with eyes of silver, eyes of gold, because I understood the impulse of like wanting to have a a loving celebratory word. But I really need you to not do that for literally anybody who's mixed or biracial or multiracial. And I heard it when I was editing and I tried to change it and then I tried to dub it and like nothing worked and so I just left it but I can make a promise to everyone going forward that Hapa will now only be used for people who are half white and half Hawaiian because we here at Heaving Bosoms are not in the business of erasing people and that's essentially what that does when you use it for groups that are not appropriate 
So my huge apologies. And going forward, I will use mixed or um, multiracial or biracial. And if you want to read an excellent piece about this written by a woman who is, I think, half Korean, half white on NPR's Code Switch, one of my favorite programs. There is an article written by Akemi Johnson on August 8th of 2016, and it's called Who Gets to Be Hapa? And it is a really awesome look at a person who loved the identity of Hapa when she first heard it, but then realized later on that like, even though it's something that she identifies with and something that she felt fits her really well. She's not going to use it anymore because she is, in fact, not Native Hawaiian and white. So that's what's up. That's my first housekeeping of the day. Again, my apologies. And going forward, I will be better. And thank you for the DM. And I learned something because yeah. you taught me the word in, in the first place during the um, Eyes of Silver, Eyes of Gold yeah. episode. And now I've learned all about it and what it really means. So yeah, I, I, I've come full circle. Until I got that DM and I did the Googling and like figured my shit out. I was like, oh, shit, I did not know that it wasn't for all Asian people. But it makes sense because when Asian settlers came to Hawaii, They, you know, the nice word would be borrowing it and the not nice word would be appropriating it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then it went and then it went viral that way. So, okay, everybody. And now we have from Lukov with Love by Mariana Zapata. Aaron. Yes. I liked book. Um, I liked book, Aaron. I liked book. Here's something. (laughs) I liked book. Yes. Uh I liked book. Guys, listen to me. I liked book. (laughs) It's it's hard. It's it's this is hard because I want an hour from now when Uh I'm still talking about (laughs) shit I didn't like about this book. Remember that at the beginning of the episode, I said I liked book because I did. It's just it did have a lot of problems. There are flaws. But when I was done with it. When I was done with the 600 fucking pages of I think it's this 542. Book, whatever. I know. I was like, I like this book. What a good book. <laughs> but the first third could be the first 10%. Oh, my at God. At a minimum. At a I minimum. Just, yeah. The it's first so eight chapters could be two chapters. Long. <laughs> Every conversation is thirty pages, and it's very times repi- it's so much repetition. They're, they say that ask the same questions over and over again. Uh-huh. Her inner monologue will be like, "Oh my uh-huh. god, oh my god, oh my god," and you're like, sometimes, "You just have to say it one time." Sometimes somebody will walk into a room and say, "Hey, what's up?" and then she thinks about that for like oh. three or four pages three before four she's pages. like, "Nothing. What's up with you?" <laughs> and then you have to literally flip back pages. To figure out what the fuck she's even responding yes. to. Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Exhausting. But again, I just want to say. But I liked book. Liked book. I love them. Just Had didn't letters. like a lot of the things about book. Tingle, tingle, tingle. Want them to be together. <laughs> love the sex That's at the, the end. This is a slow burn that did in fact burn. It was burny. I felt the burn. Unlike the Wall of Winnipeg. So the Wall of Winnipeg had all of these same 
similar problems that right. we're going to discuss today. And in my opinion, listen, it's just not for me. This may be your favorite book, and that's fine. And I'm not saying anything about you. Totally. This is, these are Aaron issues. We love that you love the book. We love that you love book. Yeah. But like the Wall of Winnipeg had all the same kind of like issues that I didn't like. But like it wasn't burning. Like no one looked at each other. There no wasn't one a liked single each other. Burn. No one thought each other was sexy. They just but ate in, that quinoa. That's right. And they did puzzles. And they did and so they, much graphic design. And they did minions. And they did a lot of going to their rooms and watching TV. By themselves. By themselves. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here for that. We're here We're for not. this. We are here for this. Figure skating, enemies to lovers, fucking Ugh, good. deliciousness. Okay, so we've got Jasmine and Ivan. Jasmine is a washed up has-been who started as a single skater, became a pair skater, and then got dumped by her partner. And I'm not, I have, didn't make a note about when we find this out, but I'm just going to tell you that we find out her partner, she found out she was getting dumped by her Paris partner by reading an article that someone else sent her. Yeah. In like a magazine. Like, oh, bad news bears. Yeah. Her partner was terrible, but was mm -hmm. so afraid of what a huge bitch she was <laughs> that he felt like he couldn't tell her without her physically attacking him. Yeah. Which I feel like is a little bit legit, but still he should have had the the ovaries to do that. Yeah, you just got to ovary right up, you know? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah, she's been dumped. She's been partnerless for a year. She is no one likes retired. Her. She has not been competing because she, she is think she's partnerless. Retired. Yeah. She's like, I'm not retired. I'm still skating as much as I can, but I don't yeah. have a partner and I am a pair skater. So like, I've not been on the competition circuit. And like, she's also not actively looking for a partner question. I have so much things to say about this. <laughs> and I don't know if now is the right time. Jasmine. Okay. Wait, let's remind the listener. Listener, Aaron has a figure skating background. <laughs> Listener, I devoted 13 years of my life to the sport of competitive figure skating. Yeah. And I got fucking nowhere with it. <laughs> so, so Jasmine just like at some point casually mentions like, here are the jumps I have. I have mm -hmm. the most consistent triple Lutz in the history of time. Bam, bam, bam. Which is where you like rotate in the opposite direction no, and stuff. No, it's not, Mariana. So <laughs> here's the thing is that you start from the bing, bong, bong, get buckle in for some real specific figure skating knowledge in this episode. <laughs> Sorry. You start from a closed position. I mean, you start where your, your left foot is already crossed over your right foot. So you don't have that like, inertia i mean i'm not a physicist but you can't swing a leg around in okay. order to get yourself into the air and get yourself rotating so that's why lutzes are so hard mm. you're taking off from a weird outside edge that feels like it should be an inside edge but it's not okay if that makes any sense so it's just harder to get into the air and it's harder to rotate but your legs aren't going a different direction than the rest <laughs> of you that makes no fucking sense <laughs> she talks about how her back hurts because of how often she does her lutz and I mean, I can understand getting a back injury from doing jumps over and over and over right. again, but it's not because one area of you is going... Can you imagine? Like, that makes no <laughs> sense. No, I understood it to where you're going in a thing and there's a there's an intuitive direction in which you would jump 
and then but you're supposed to jump in the counterintuitive direction. That that no. was my understanding from reading that passage. That could it's also be inaccurate. It's a counterintuitive edge, but it's okay. not a counterintuitive direction. Which wait, wait, no. I'm going to I'm going to keep on this point for a sec. <laughs> okay. She has this triple what? She <laughs> casually mentions at one point that she has quads. She has a quad toe okay. that she's landed not in competition, but in practice. Right. Women who have quads and triple lutzes yeah. don't suddenly go into pairs skating. Like People go from pairs to singles. People don't go from singles to pairs, especially oh. people with quads. There's no... Never... I don't... Oh, gosh. If I'm wrong, correct me. Um, if Courtney Milan is listening, who's a better fan of hey, figure skating than hey, me. Hey, Courtney. Hi. But side by side... <laughs> Quad jumps have never been landed in pairs competition. I, I I think we've we've had many quad throws, but never side by side. So okay, women who can do a quad by their own on their own feet without being hurled in they the air by in by somebody else, they stay. I don't understand why did she go to pairs? And they made a th- maybe I herbsed it. Is there some reason she went into pairs? I have no idea. Because at the beginning, the coach is like, I've always been curious about why you switch from singles to pairs. And she's like, I'll tell you someday. But she doesn't tell us. She had I never found out. something fucking pages. Yeah, and I didn't. I don't maybe remember it's that. dropped in the middle of a paragraph that I skipped. Because I'll but tell you. But I didn't herbs it. I read it and listened to the audio. Okay, so then I, I don't know. I don't remember it happening. Anyway. Okay. So now she's a pair skater, but she's partnerless. Okay. And there yeah. is this dude about the ring. I just want to say, oh, she sorry. could just go back to single skating. She That's has a I triple thought. Lutz. She could win nationals. Bam. Easily. Huh. Right now with a triple Lutz. There's no reason she needs to either stop competing or look for a partner. She's a little old. But besides that, th- she has no reason. Interesting. I have no idea what her so deal is. So she's just spinning her wheels for no reason. She wants to be a pair skater for no fucking reason. I have no... Well, okay, but I will say... Perfect that quad toe. Get, yeah, get right? out there. Win a, win a world championship. I don't understand what her deal is. Anyway, mm. okay. All right. So I will say that the the first part, the first eight chapters of this book are they were personally hard for me to read just because yeah. she is in a palpably depressed place. She's like uh-huh. Miss Negative. Yeah. She has a very hard time with everything. And like it's I'm not I'm not great with a lot of angst these days. I need some happy go skippy because I'm working on being happy go skippy myself. <laughs> but I don't know. There's there I think there's a lot of different things that are never said out loud but sort of shown. She's a little bit negative, she's a little bit jaded, she's a mm-hmm. little bit like stuck in a rut. And all of a sudden, Ivan Lukov is the reigning worlds of everything he's got two gold medals he's her best friend her best friend question mark her like (laughs) her best friend's brother (laughs) yeah she has this best friend karina that she hasn't talked to in a month and like doesn't talk to like ever in the book yeah uh yeah like there are we've been cactus friends before you and i but like she doesn't have like any friends outside of her family and this one bitch she hasn't talked to in like four months Uh so i don't know man anyway so ivan lukov is her best friend's older brother and she's known him since she was like a wee nine-year-old or 13-year-old or whatever he's only three because she started figure skating at nine years old yeah that's late right that's late that's six years too late that's That's what i thought that's what i thought all right 
Okay. So then Ivan and she have always had a very antagonistic relationship. They're always giving each other shit. They like, in her brain, they hate each other. Mm -hmm. And he just split with his partner for reasons unknown. She hears around the rink that Ivan split with his partner. And she's like, oh, well, that's fine. That asshole can like find out whatever he wants to do you know like everybody wants Mm -hmm. to skate with him he's gonna be fucking fine Mm -hmm. so then she gets a note that's like come to the gm's office and the gm has been trying to get her to coach because everybody thinks she's retired and she doesn't think she's retired and (laughs) i know i know (laughs) go to a competition (laughs) anyway So she thinks she's going to meet the GM and she walks in and Ivan Lukov himself and his coach are sitting in this office and Ivan's all like slumped over and angry pants on his face. He's got his long legs and his cheekbones going and his dark hair and his symmetrical face and nose. And his gray blue eyes this sparkle very blue time. very blue you guys and those pouty lips erin those pouty yeah, lips pouty that pink lips they're Ooh, so pink. pink they're described as lips. so pink all the time <laughs> <laughs> whatever he wears maybelline super stay matte i know it probably in lava okay she calls him satan she hates him she calls one him thing Lucifer we know satan constantly one thing we know from the beginning from paragraph one is jasmine hate Ivan and mm. no one really knows why even her and I don't I feel still feel like I don't really know why but yeah she hates him hates him I think it's because every time they were fucking around and like ribbing each other he thought they were joking and she thought they were very deadly serious did he though because like later in the book he says this you know we we were always joking that I thought we were friends but he seems to truly hate her in this meeting yeah. and the first few practices they have well it's weird right because later on in the book there are several times where she's like i'll find out years later that in that moment they were playing me and like reverse psychologying me Mm -hmm. into doing things and so i don't know if it's him truly hating her or him knowing her personality enough to be like she will respond in the way i want her to if i say this horrible thing to her I don't I know. It feels kind of, a little too I perfect and omniscient. I agree. I agree. Because I feel like if you're if you're only mean to a person all uh-huh. the time, like uh, the only relationship you have is these jabs back and forth. At some point, if you truly believe that that person is your friend and you're just playing around, at some point, someday, you're like, you want to get lunch? Yeah, totally. Or yeah, great sit spin or something. I don't right. know. Like you say a nice thing at some point in time during the last 10 years or whatever. Yeah. Well, I also think we find out later that he got super pissed that when she went into Paris skating, she didn't ask to be his partner. But that was after years and years of this. I know. I know. I know. I know. Anyway. Okay. So she goes into this office and they're like, hey, girl, Lukov's partner, Mindy, is taking the season off. And so we want you to be his partner for this year and this year only. one season. Which doesn't... I'm not a figure skater. I don't know what that means, but it feels like... uh, According to the book, most people take the season off and then, like, train for a full year. Right, Erin? I would think so. Um, And go back to your partner. I mean... 
I don't think I've ever seen somebody at this level just like grab a partner for a season. It's a it's a long standing relationship. I mean, that would be really, really weird, really right. weird. And he already has. It's not like this is his prime. This is his year. We need somebody to pair with him this year because mm. this is the year. Like this is an Olympic year. Like this is the year of right. Ivan Luka. It's not like that. He's got two gold medals and four world championships or something like that. Yeah. So there's no, and he's got two years until the next Olympics. Exactly. Like I, I could see a situation where stakes were high for whatever artificial reason, but those are not here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, so Mindy's taking a year off. Well, and one year. To be fair, she is incredibly confused by this proposition and this situation. Yes, she's. But she also like refuses to ask them what the fuck Mindy's up to, or like why, or why her, or. Yeah. Any of those things, because she really doesn't want to know. She's in a very insecure, nobody likes me, everybody. Also, the media apparently hates her because she's such a bitch face. She's like, such to a everyone. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, why does the media hate me? It's like, because you're horrible. You're a horrible person to everyone. you don't say nice things out loud ever. But she does yeah. say, why me? And in That's this true. meeting, I, it takes her uh, five pages to say, why me? <laughs> And then it takes them five pages to answer. There's no one else left. Mm. There's no one else who can skate at his level and do this. Because she's like, there's younger skaters, there's better skaters. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're at the bottom bottom of the barrel. We're either going to hockey players or you. So Yeah, absolutely. Oh, hey, HBs. I don't know if you've heard, but we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you get over 150 bonus episodes most of which include Aaron, videos of regular episodes, author hangouts, and so much more. Do you want to hear Aaron and I recap every single episode of Crash Landing on You? What about a little film called Psycho Stripper? Do you want more recaps of ridiculous Thanksgiving and other holiday books and movies? And how do you feel about Naima Simone and I recapping amazing reality TV? All of that and more is on the Patreon. There's so much content at your fingertips as soon as you sign up. Seriously, hours and hours. Anyway, it's patreon.com forward slash heaving bosoms podcast if you want to check it out. And of course, that link is in the show notes. Keep being a badass. So I'm going to herbs the next stuff because it's like she goes to dinner with her family and doesn't tell them for no reason about this proposition. And like we meet her family or whatever, but like whatever. You guys, her family is so big and there's so many names and I can't. There are so many of them. And so, I mean, I loved every one of them except for Tati, who we never actually, she says one thing I think in the whole book, but (laughs) it's fine. So she goes back to them the next day and... She oh no the one important thing that happens at the family dinner is that they are like well we know that you've always had a thing for Ivan Lukov and she's like what yeah. are you even talking about that's never happened we hate each other and they're like ah, okay honey you can yeah. keep saying that to yourself but that's uh-huh. not the reality and then the mom says she had a thing for Ivan Ew. Lukov the Ew. mom is a lot. I'm Ew, be the mom is you. so much. The, the mom, mom is, is like this cougar, this like hot mm-hmm. cougar, and she's like, I'd do him. And it's like, that's pretty gross, mom. Yeah, mom. Like, ah, 
just stick keep it with in your, your pants, mom. Stick with your hot, hot husband, okay? Yeah. And stop talking about if you really think your daughter has a thing for this dude. Like, don't stop talking about his dick. You know? Yeah. Don't. All right. <laughs> don't do that. So okay. <laughs> so she goes back to him, and she agrees to be his partner. And the hilariously, she says on two conditions, and then she lists like seven conditions. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. One is she's not going to get a makeover. Two is she's not going to kiss babies. Three is that they can't dump her before the year is up. Then she wants to be an equal partner and not be blamed for things that aren't her fault. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it, question mark? Yeah. Oh, and the other thing is the coach really wants her to restart her social media accounts. And she's very uncomfortable with that, but she won't tell them or us why. Right. But like she says that she'll do anything and she really wants to win. And she wants to win that year because it's her only shot. And they promise that at the end of the year, they will help. They will not help her find a partner. They will find her a partner. Yes. Or she could just land quads on her own. (laughs) It's It's so weird. What I think now that you say that, what I think is really funny is that in the book, she's like, yeah, I can land quads on my own, but we have to go to this special gymnastic place to practice a quad throw yes that's true okay okay it's a whole different thing it's a whole different thing okay cool all right whole different thing yeah okay so they start training and they're like doing lifts and stuff go ahead i just want to say mariana's a potty gets a lot of things right in this book i'm I, I just wanted to say that out loud but then the other time she says that somebody does a camel backspin Never heard of it. Not a spin. Not <laughs> okay. a thing. Anyway, okay. Moving on. <laughs> All right. So they start training and they're like doing lifts and stuff. And she's like, it's just different than it was with Paul, her old partner. And she can't get the balance right. And she's like, oh, your hands are so much bigger. And he's like, it's not the only thing about me that's bigger. <laughs> he doesn't actually <laughs> say like, that, your you guys. hold is weird <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And he's like, I'm not weird. I'm not the weird one. I'm the one with two gold medals. And exactly. she's like, okay, she's like, well, I'll yeah, get used I know. to it. I'm getting yeah. used to it. God. <laughs> and then at the end of <laughs> God, shut up with your two gold medals. Oh. And they're so mean to each other. Like she's constantly calling him Satan. They're making fun of each other. He's making fun of her for losing all the time. She's making fun of him for being like a rich asshole who like cheats to win, who's like family paid off the judges or whatever. Yeah. He calls her meatball, which is a comment on her weight, I think, at some point in time. Apparently it's a uh what he started calling her before she hit puberty late and like turned into her woman body. Yeah. And yeah. But and I like, guess she was like pudgy rough. until the age of 16. Yeah. Which also is confusing to As me. As a figure skater, yeah. As a figure skater at this level, it's like you didn't right, start right, till right. nine and you were pudgy until 16 and now you're 25 and you've got a quad. That blows my mind. <laughs> but yeah, he calls her meatball because she used to be chunky. Yeah. Ooh. It's great. It's great. He makes fun of how like heavy she is when he lifts her. I just want everyone to know how mean they are. They're so mean to each other. I did think it was really interesting though. Because hmm. he was like, Yeah, you're so small and you're so in shape and you're so everything, but like you've got heavy fucking bones. He <laughs> <laughs> said that? Yeah. He was like, Your your structural your bones are fucking heavy. <laughs> Like, you're a dense little package. Ivan Lukov for Queen Bird. That's right. If you, 
<laughs> if you read this for Queen Bird, just know it's not Jasmine. It's, no, it's Ivan. It is Ivan. Ivan is the Queen Bird. She talks about this old costume of his where she's like, she's basically the Chiquita Banana Lady. He's definitely got plumage for sure. <laughs> he does. Oh, he's so great. Okay. No, Ivan Lukov for Queen Bird, you guys. Ivan I love Lukov. it. Yeah, because he's angular, too. He's, he's got very, a beak he's, on him. He's angular. I feel yeah. like his cheekbones could be a beak. Yes. He's got plumage, and he's yeah. a very high jumper. They talk he about is. how high he flies in that triple lead, so I uh, feel like... He is a queen bird. Ivan for <gasps> queen bird. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love him. I love him, and he's so fucking sexy, you guys. Later on, he gets so sexy. He gets sexy. It's not right now, right? Now he's mean, but God, he gets so sexy. Okay. So he says that she needs to trust him. Mm-hmm. And it is like, it's not going to work if you don't trust me. And she's like, hey, bro, I've been here for one day. And up until this point, if I fell down in front of you, you would not help me up. That's literally happened before. He faked her out one time, like yeah. Lucy with the football, where he like <laughs> offered his hand to her after a particularly hard fall. And then when she reached for it, he took it away. He said, psych, and yeah. cackled and skated away like yeah and so she's like i don't know why you think that all of a sudden i think you've morphed into a different human that's not fair of you and he's like but that was before you were my partner and yeah. so now i'm a i'm a partner which is a different human you guys i've morphed i partner now <laughs> i've been partner jasmine <laughs> i do like that he says he's going to drop her all the time but he's yeah. never going to do it on purpose uh-huh. which if you've watched the netflix show spinning out that's like the new figure skating I show on did netflix watch it he's like i'll never let you fall promises her he's never going to <laughs> drop her but like what which, like blows my mind it's <laughs> just part of it man uh-huh it's not a promise you can keep it's not so okay so chapter six you guys chapter <laughs> six <laughs> you're just trucking along i am well nothing happens in the first fucking eight chapters or ten chapters or so many of them okay well nothing i've got a lot of bing bong bongs and they're just building up so just oh, know that at no, some bing- point I'm going to just, I'm going to like hemorrhage a bing boom bong out. <laughs> You're going to Vesuvius me? <laughs> well, there's a few things that are so weird about this book, and I want to know your take on them. Please. What What are trademarks and copyrights in this book? Because she talks about Facebook. Yes, but then she talks about Pictogram. Thank but you. Also, Pictogram, because there are certain realities we have to accept in romance novels because we're not going to get permission to use right. certain trademarks and that kind of right. thing, which is but fine. Facebook, they're, they're, oh, Facebook owns Instagram. They're the same company. Yeah. I've read cases or cases. I've read cases before. I've read mm. romance novels before where it's like they can't say Olympics. It's like the the winter schmurschmurs. Like I read the a series uh-huh. that was like the winter games. Okay. Which is fine. Olympics has a trademark. That yeah. makes sense. But they're talking about Olympics all over the place in this book. Everywhere. But then they talk about like it's not the Grand Prix. It's like the world pre or something like that the global pre the the best pre and i'm like what Uh the fuck and well and the anatomy issue instead of the body issue yes yeah but then the the competitions that make up the grand prix in this book Uh are half real and half fake huh like the real grand prix is like as a skate america skate canada cup of russia cup of china the french one and nhk those (laughs) are So those okay. are the ones. In, in this one, they talk about NHK several times, but then they talk about Skate North America. 
which is oh. a combination. And I was like, are they trying to pare down the number of competitions? Because at the end of this, we're going to have a marathon of Grand Prix competitions yeah. that they she needs to not make so many. No, that turns no. out not to be the no. case. What are the trademarks? I don't understand what is going on. Yeah, I don't know. I had that's, the same question. That's the end of obviously not Bing about the skating stuff. Trademarks with, with Aaron. Aaron. That's yes. the end of that one. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm glad I can cross that note off because I was going to ask you about Pictogram, and, but also Facebook. All yeah. Right. All the rest of my bing bong bongs are figure skating related. So I'll <laughs> I'm just say You just tackle me, verbally tackle me anytime okay. because All I'm right. going to truck. We, okay. I'm not doing two episodes for this book. I loved it, but it doesn't, it's not, it's not enough for two episodes. So okay. Here we go. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So chapter six, the coach asked her to do interviews and like, she wants them to act like they don't hate each other when this other humans such are a present. Weird chapter. This, this was such a weird chapter. This was such a weird chapter. It was so weird. So the coach, Coach Lee, who is Ivan's Nancy coach, Lee. says, I want you to act like civil toward each other because they wouldn't they mouth a lot of things at each other yeah they're always mouthing the i hate they mouth you at each other are like not things that you would be able to mouth at someone and get <laughs> like you would be like what what and it would you're like mouthing like you're the spawn of satan and you eat your own babies and every time i read something like that i'm like how did they know what that person was mouthing because pair partner mind i guess anyway partner mind and she's like you gotta <laughs> stop doing that because people can see it like yeah, people yeah, yeah, have yeah. eyes and you know we need to look like a cohesive unit and her response to this is so what you want to you want us to act like we're dating yeah and she's like no i just want you to act like you don't hate each other just like turn off the shit where you guys are mean to each other all the time just act right. civil and she's like and so she's what like, you want you want us to act like we're so you marry want me to have babies and and touch each other and like go and snuggle with each other and she's like do you want me to like no. flash him in public yeah you want me to pull out my tits in front of everyone so that i can show him you want me to be tits off for luca all the time <laughs> that's what you luca. want for me <laughs> and she just keeps being like no, no. <laughs> all i want is for you to sit next to each other and not punch each other in the arms and stuff yeah like, and then like not charlie horse each other yeah, Lukov comes in and she's like, Coach Lee wants us to act like we're married. And yeah. like, and he's so like, and he's like, what? Why? I don't understand. Right. <laughs> but then by the end of it, it was so weird because by the end of that interaction, because Coach Lee sort of corrected her, but sort of didn't. Yeah. And then by the end, he's like, well, I can do it. It's just a matter of whether or not she can do it. And that's and one like, of the times where she's like, years and eons later, I would learn that they were teaming up against me to get me to suck on his penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it is, but like, no. fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Okay, um, so, oh yeah, oh, wait, actually, I have it, I have it. It says, um, I can do it. It's up to her if she can. Years from then, <laughs> man, they're going to see the, the level of Melody fanfic that happens when I try to paraphrase something I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't remember that sometimes. But. Here we go. It says, years from then, I'd look back on that moment and see how well they played me, how well Ivan knew me after so long, because I walked right into that shit. My pride led me there. Of course I can do it. Like, what? what does you it can mean? just All they're asking is like, don't 
I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> like, don't be the most immature person. Yeah. She doesn't like, even ask him to, like, smile constantly. Yeah, it's not or like anything affirmative. It's not like no. smile, hold hands. It's not like laugh. It's not like give each other compliments or say nice things about uh-uh. each other. It's literally stop saying each other is Satan and a dickwad. That's and all we need. in public. Like, stop yeah. actively glaring at each other yes. all the time. That's yeah. it. That's it. That took 15 pages, you guys. It, at least. I'm Just gonna, her I, thinking about whether or not she would agree to this <laughs> is 15 and then, pages. And then she has to say, and I told them that I would do literally anything for this partnership, so I guess I can do this. <sighs> no, she's the worst. She's the worst. <laughs> okay. So then the coach in the same thing asked them to do the anatomy issue. That's like mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated's or ESPN's body issue. I think it's Sports Illustrated, right? I don't fucking know. In this thing, it's something else. I don't remember. All I know, Aaron, is that I Googled it. I <laughs> and- look at it. <laughs> I got lost for about 45 minutes last night and then I had to throw and then I have had to never, get back to notes. Have you never done I this before? I didn't know about How the did you know? <laughs> I don't know, but it's got it's my goddamn dream come true. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there we go. It's, it's good stuff. I don't think I've ever seen a figure skating pairs team do it though. Figure skaters have done it, but I don't ever remember mm. a pairs team doing it together. I would like to see it. I though. would not <laughs> look away. <laughs> there are a couple pairs teams that I would like to see. Mm, yes. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but it is true. <laughs> okay. So then she's like, yeah, totally. I'll definitely do the the uh, anatomy issue. And then they're like, hey, P.S., you know that this means together, right? And she's like, oh, hard no. Hard, no, <laughs> not, not, I'm not getting naked next to Ivan Lukov. It takes like 20 pages for her to agree to it in the first place. Yes. And, then, and then, it, then they're like, it's together. And I'm like, no, now it's going to be another 30 pages for her to not agree to it. Uh, yep. Yeah. But by the end, she does. Yeah, she does. She and then it says, the um, she says to him, well, I don't want to see your junk either. The idiot winked. Aw, it's not junk, Meatball. It's the good stuff. (laughs) Ooh! It is good stuff, too. You guys, it ends up being good. Okay, so then there's this great scene where they do an interview. Mm -hmm. And the interviewer is late. And so she's really, really nervous. And he's trying to figure out why. And after 15 pages, she Mm -hmm. breaks down. And it's 15 pages of him going, Jasmine, 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 Jasmine. What's wrong? Jasmine. That's it. Oh, he does say, I've never seen you so squirmy before, and I don't know if it's annoying or kind of cute. Uh Uh-huh. She's like, cute? And then she thinks about that for a few pages. And then (laughs) they start jabbing at each other, and then they start laughing because they thought each other's jabs were funny. Uh And then that's when the interviewer walks in. And there's lots of touching because Mm -hmm. he sits down next to her and he's got her blocked in the booth so she can't get away. It's that immature thing of like, move over. No, you move over. No, no, your leg. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, it's very cute. And then during the interview, oh, so we find out that she's been misquoted and miss, um, miss, oh, I lost it. Characterize? Mis- mischaracterize, Aaron. Look at you with your intellectualism. <laughs> she's been mischaracterized a lot in the past, and so she's really, really nervous. So throughout the interview, 
he does a lot of deflecting and a lot mm-hmm. of like, hey, stop talking about her old partner. You promised we weren't going to talk about that. Yeah. Let's let's focus on me and Jasmine. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of like touching her leg to keep her focused or mm-hmm. to make fun of what she said or whatever. Uh-huh. And then there's also a lot of like them playing a, a how well do you know each other game that starts uh-huh. off real cute because yeah. it turns out he knows everything about her. Except that her favorite color is pink. Yes. And he's like, I've never seen you wear pink. And she's like, I don't have to wear it for it to be my favorite color. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> That's really cute. But then the interviewer asks, what kind of book does she like to read? And he says, picture books. And she goes, what the fuck does that mean? And he goes, well, I've never seen you read before. And my sister always reads you menus when you're at restaurants. So like... And there's been some seeds planted about this, but it's something Uh she's really sensitive about because we find out later that she has a a learning disability and it's not a fun thing to joke about. Two things. Yes. The first thing is this question. How confused is this interviewer? Because this question immediately follows. Yeah. If you could meet anyone alive or dead, who would it be? And she says Jesus for him. And he's like, totally right. And it's not. <laughs> it's not. And then he says Stephen King for her. Uh-huh. And she's like, why? And he's like, because he wrote your favorite book, Misery. Ha ha right. ha ha ha. And then she's like, what kind yeah. of books does she read? And he's like, picture books, because she can't read. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> I know. Well, then then Jasmine comes in and she's like, I really like audiobooks, okay? Jeez. <laughs> Just I love the idea that that is Jasmine's voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you just changed the whole book for me and I love it so much more. Hey, God, I've been Satan. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so that's Coach what Lee wants me to suck on your penis. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just heard what you said. <laughs> Question. Yeah. There's a lot in this book about her writing L and R on her hands to know the difference between her right hand and her left hand. Yeah. I do not know this to be a thing that pair skaters do. If it is, none that I knew ever did this. Is that about her learning disability or did I miss something? So yeah, I thought it was tied to her learning disability. But the thing... So I had a hard time with this because she never says which learning disability she has. She says that she has a hard time with sequences of letters. I agree. Sequences of letters and sequences of numbers. But then we also find out that she has a really hard time remembering programs. And so she has Mm -hmm. to do them like 500 more times than anyone else so that it's like steeped into her bones. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't have to think about what's next. Her body just knows. Mm-hmm. She has to get it into her muscle memory. So I don't know if those things are related or if they're just like tangential, but it seems like that is supposed to be baked together. And mm-hmm. I don't know enough about the subject to know whether or not the fact that it feels wonky is wonky. Yeah, or if I don't it know. feels wonky because I just don't know. Well, I just, it, it seems to be such a thing throughout the book. She mentions it a lot. Yeah. And I just did not know if that had something to do with pairs or that had Uh something to do with her and i'm just i'm curious so if anyone knows or it was mentioned i'd I'd like to know because it made me curious throughout the book what that was i mean i know that ivan doesn't write left and right on his hands but there may be a reason why the girl does and the boy doesn't you know i I don't know that's true so all right so then the next morning 
he tries to ask if she's mad and she's like no no i'm not <laughs> god and he says that she's ugh you're not the first woman to tell me there's nothing wrong when there clearly is just just, get out of here i didn't mind it too much though i didn't mind it either it just is annoying oh and then she looks at him and she goes don't compare me to your exes which Mm -hmm. is sexy in a weird way Uh subliminally sexy it's planting those Uh sex seeds Uh then she tells him that Nothing he says can phase her because she doesn't care what he thinks. Woof. Yeah, woof. And then he says that he knows her better than she thinks. And they argue about that. And then the coach joins them and is like, all right, doofuses, (laughs) stop it. (laughs) We're getting to work. Also, there's other people around right now. What do we talk about? Mm -hmm. But then, you guys, we've got some external stuff because her car won't start. Oh, no. Oh, no. And... She yeah, needs she's to ride poor home. and he's rich. Yes. I don't think yes. we've mentioned that the ice rink is named the Lukov Ice Complex or the LC, yes. which, nope, I'm going to get over it. It's called the LC. <laughs> and, <laughs> the Lukov Complex. The Lukov Complex. And it's his family runs it. His family's like mega rich. And she's like, she can't pay for her shit. And she's working part time at a diner. So she's going to these practices from 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. And 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., also taking ballet, also taking Pilates, and also working at this diner. What's up? Yes. I had a hard time with this because bing, boom, bong, math with Melody. Mm-hmm. At the start of the book, she was like, I only practice two days a week because, uh, or two hours a day, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. instead of six or seven because I can't afford any more, which makes sense. She has to work a job, right? Mm-hmm. Because she has to do whatever. But then at the end of the book, we find out that the only thing, because she's such a good friend of the family, the only thing she's ever paid for is coaches and costumes and stuff because the Lukov family has refused to let her pay any more than 10% of the ice time. Wait, that's ever? Ever. I thought that was just when she was with Ivan. No. So her mom, like her mom, I mean, coaches are expensive. Costumes Mm -hmm. are expensive, right? But she has never paid any more than 10% of the ice time fees because she's a friend of the family. Which are astronomical. But at the beginning of the book, she neither has a coach. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And she's also not competing. And she's not living on her own. She does not pay rent to her mom. Hmm. But she won't allow her mom to pay for the ice time anymore. That makes sense, right? Uh-huh. But it just it just didn't. Maybe feel she needs that job to right. pay for ten percent of the ice time. And and that again and her that shit. Makes I mean, sense. she's doing Pilates and shit. I don't know her yeah, life. Yeah, that makes sense. Huh. It just. But once at the end, she was like, "Also, the Lukov family has been letting me skate for basically free the whole time." I was like, "Wait." <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought that was just while she was with him. That's nuts. No. Okay. So he offers to give her a ride home. And on the way home, he's like, this would be a lot easier if you didn't hate me. And she's like, who says I hate you? Shit face. Like Satan. Mm-hmm. Who says I hate you? And he's, he's like, like, you, you, you do. said literally I hate you many times. Yeah, dude. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And again, if again, if he thinks that they're friends, but they're just joking around, why right. does he have this conversation with her? Right. Continue. Continue. Okay. 
So then 15 pages later of her being like, we're not going to be friends and him being like, but we could, though. Mm -hmm. He reverse psychologies her into being his friend. Yeah, he's like, he makes it like a challenge. Like, I can be friends with you. Why can't you meet this challenge? Which I thought was dumb and weird. Anyway, I know. And then he's like, well, now I don't even know if I want to be your friend anymore. And she goes, too bad, shit face. We're going to try. It's kind of cute. I just, it, it, the no, way it, that it, it got there was cute. very windy for me. Mm-hmm. So then he says he has to pee and he has to go into her house to pee. Yeah. But then yeah, when he guys. gets into her house, he really doesn't have to pee that bad. It's like a family dinner. And then they play Jenga and ha- the mom invites him to stay for lasagna or something. Uh-huh. Spaghettis. I don't remember. And... Yeah, it's great. There's some weird weight stuff, though, that I didn't really... It's fine. It's fine. But he was like... He kind of like side-eyed her that he was going to... She was going to eat the lasagna. Yeah. And she was like, it's my cheat day. And then she has two garlic breados. Uh-huh. But it was rough. I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. it's his business. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I never he did pairs. her partner, and he has to throw her around and stuff, and she's I got know, those heavy bones, Aaron. But she's working out <sighs> seven hours a day. I feel I like know. she can have a garlic bread I feel I like it's okay. Yeah, I didn't see it because they, they all like get in line at the kitchen to mm-hmm. dish themselves out. And I don't know. I felt like that passage. I don't know if I'm being an Ivan apologist right now, but I Fine felt like it. that was more a manifestation of her own worries than mm-hmm. it was him actually disciplining her about it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, and then they call Karina, the only time we see Karina in the whole book, her the best friend book, in the whole best world. Friend, her quote unquote. best friend, but the I only think, friend. I think this is intentional because this is okay. the person who is her best friend. I think Karina has other friends. She's at med school. She's doing That's good. true. So it, it kind of emerges throughout the book that Ivan is her best friend. Yes. And not Karina. And so I think this is a t- intentional on the author's Ooh. part is to make it seem like she believes this woman to be your best friend who's really not her friend at all right, anymore. Right. But other than that, she doesn't have any friends. Yeah, And that's now true. Ivan's her best friend and she didn't realize this was happening. Ooh, it's nice. It's Honestly, nice. It's nice. <laughs> I don't know when we started saying that, but I love it. I don't it's know, nice. but I love it. It's nice. <laughs> okay. So then you guys, it's the photo shoot uh-huh. the photo shoot the photo shoot we're in a can can line which oh, happens so on ice on ice which is doing actual moves actual spins naked z's man one one slip and you've got a traditional highlander finger banging that's all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> the figure what skaters that I have seen slip. do the body <laughs> issue are not on ice. They're wearing skates, but they're not skating. I watched, I saw that yesterday when I did the Google. <laughs> and there was this hockey player. <laughs> and I, oh boy, he was just, he was on skates, but he was also not on ice. He was no, on. He just got kind of a gray backdrop. Like a it's turf not, thing. Yeah. With a skates and a naked Z's and a hockey. I'm glad they skated, oh, though. Oh. It's, it was a fun, it was a fun scene. They it were really skating was. naked together. Can you imagine, though, falling on the ice while just naked as the day you were born? Um, I can because it's the exact oh, same no. fucking thing as falling in a leotard. Like, I. Oh. All right. You get these right. things that, like, they're like, uh, 
strawberries, I think is what they used to call them, where if you fall like on a bare arm, you get like little ice shards in your like skin. Like raspberries? Is it raspberries? That's I don't know. Get, like, Isn't raspberries rash. the thing where you're like, <laughs> Isn't that raspberries? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember what we call them, but you get little ice shards in your arm and then there's nothing for a little bit and then just all of a sudden it's bloody because the ice melts. What? It's a weird little phenomenon. Yeah. How fun. One time I was at a rodeo on the Big Island because my Auntie Susie and and her husband did rodeo a lot. Uncle Leo. And Leo? Is that his name? I don't know. He didn't talk much. Anyway, <laughs> Auntie Susie. <laughs> Leon. Leon is his name. Um, so Auntie Susie took me out and I fell out off a horse real bad. And I either got a strawberry or a raspberry <laughs> all down the side of my face. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's my it's like that. But it's only if you slide a long way this happens. Yes. So you have to take a real big spill for that to happen. Oh man, nice. can you imagine like your whole back and ass and the back of your calves just Ooh. like strawberrying or raspberrying? Yes. Whichever one is appropriate. I can we got this? <laughs> no, we cannot. <sighs> hey, HBs. I started an Etsy store. Did you know? Right now, it's full of all the St. Vincent items you need. Because St. Vincent is thoughtful and cozy all year round. We've got a book sleeve to keep your books, planners, e-readers, or really anything else safe when you're on the go. The inside is fuzzy, and they feel so incredibly lush in your hands. I went round and round with the manufacturers to make sure I had just the right thickness. Those feature art of St. Vincent and Evie during their carriage adventure that was painted by the amazing Mayara Faraz on one side, and then I created a St. Vincent Would Always wreath on the other side that has a bunch of little Easter egg items in it. There's a St. Vincent Would Always warm brick enamel pin. It's like, you know, if you know, you know. I designed a special edition marriage of convenience candle that is specific to Devil in Winter with the help of HB Jen at Post Pouring Company. It combines dark amber for St. Vincent and rosewood for Evie. And it smells so delicious. It's hard to even wrap my brain around. So if you want to treat yourself or be the St. Vincent you want to see in the world by getting a care package for a friend, check out our Etsy store. The link is in the show notes. Okay, so they're in robes, you guys. They have done makeup. They've been there for like three hours. The photographers are set up. Everybody, all the professionals are ready to go. And she's like, hey, guys. I've decided. No more. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And so I have oh, goes over. Yeah. She already mentioned to Coach Lee that the reason yeah. why she didn't want to start up her social media was that she yes. had a stalker at one point. She had a problem with a fan. And Coach Lee said, did you go to the police? And she's like, no, because it was never really threatening. It was just kind mm -hmm. of gross. 
and then she decides she's going to start up her social media again. So she's kind of thinking about this with the body issue, too, because somebody makes an yeah. offhand remark. I think it's her brother, actually. Yeah. Of like, if she's in this, like, guys are going to jack off to her. Ew. And then she starts being like, oh, God, like, this is all starting again. I'm going to get all these, like, messages and letters again. This is all going to start up. And she's already getting videos to yeah. her pictogram account where mm-hmm. people are sending videos of them jacking off to her photos. So like yeah. no funsies is what so I have to say like to that. that's like a big part of why all of a sudden she's not really wanting to do this anymore. Yeah. Guys, don't do a harass. Don't do no. a harass. No Just one listening stop. to this does a harass. I know. Nobody listening to this <laughs> no does one, any harass. We need to find it. We need to go on a different podcast and say don't we do a do. harass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll work on that. Yeah. So, okay. So Ivan goes over and he's like, what changed? What's going on? And she thinks to herself, well, I'm not fucking telling her about the, him the, about the stalker issues. Right. But the other issue is that. She doesn't want him to make fun of her about her naked body. She's like, what if you think my nipples are too big or they're too small? Or what if you like, I'm okay with you making fun of shit that I can control, but I can't control this. This is all genes. And I like my body. He makes fun of her body already, but he hasn't seen it naked. And she likes how she looks naked. And well, at least she says that here. Right. She doesn't want him to taint that. Ooh. Ooh. That was unintentional. Yeah, guys. but also during the scene, she says vagina lips multiple times. She does. Vagina lips. She does. One of the, that's like, that's my hard limit. Vagina she lips. She also says like big swinging balls or something. Ooh. Oh, God. Bing, bing, bong. <laughs> when they take off, the, the spoiler alert, she does it. So they talk yeah. about it and, uh, uh, God, let's it's, get through this uh, first. He's very like you're beautiful yeah he does a good comfort he does a good compliment uh-huh he does a sexy comfort so she's like he's like i would never make fun of you like real talk i'm not gonna make yeah. fun of you naked you're beautiful you have a great body like there would be nothing to make fun of and also i would never do that and she's like yeah you think complimenting me is gonna like lying to me is gonna and he's very like he does a little he does a little shoulder touch, right? Yeah, a little he does wrist a sh- touch a, or something. A shoulder touch remember. and then a, a caress down to her wrist yeah. and holds her wrist. Oh, yeah. And he you does guys. A, he does a big comfort, you guys. He and talks does. About, she talks about how beautiful she is. It's very nice. And then this is the passage that I I got. Okay, here we okay. go. At the okay. end of this big, sexy, beautiful comfort, uh-huh. he goes... Come on, Meatball, you and me will make everybody jealous of our work of art asses. Uh-huh. Was this what friendship was like? What was it supposed to be? Him teasing me, me talking shit back, but doing it with a smile on my face? Yes. If it was, if it was, I could do it, I thought. Maybe. I hate you, I sighed, peeking at him again because I sucked. <laughs> it's really and then, good. so they get naked. Yeah, they do. And he's hot. Guys. He hot. She already knew it because of his, you know, skin tight skating clothes. But can also... I wait? Can I? Do, I have a read. Okay, do a read. Okay, I'll do a read. Okay, so he does something, and she says, "Prude," I whispered, not getting why he wasn't looking at my face. At the very least, he was beginning to make me feel like there was something wrong with me. So I looked at him because he was there, and I suddenly began regretting doing this again because Ivan's body, fuck. Maybe because I was an athlete, regardless of what other people stupidly thought, I could appreciate all the different forms male athletes held. 
I'd never been a big fan of male models with their perfectly sculpted tiny muscles that had to be worked on regularly, one at a time. I liked raw strength in all its shapes. I really did. But Ivan's, in particular, had been basically painted by a master. The caps of muscles at his shoulders were drawn by pen. The lean, rigid muscles of his forearms and biceps were strong. Then there was his firm pectorals. Guys, she's always talking about his firm, firm rock-hard pectorals. The flat abs with eight small square shapes at them, the detailed muscles at the hips from all his lifting, and the long lines of muscle striations at his thighs and calves. I didn't need to look at his ass to know that it was high and tight. High and tight, you guys. And I'd be a (laughs) fucking liar if I said I hadn't glanced at his penis. But like me, he decided to wear Uh, he decided to cover something that something was hidden by what looked like a nude colored sock that had covered his junk leaving only trimmed hairs at his groin there and then I highlighted this and uh, and like bold and italicized it because it's a hard limit for me she goes I wasn't going to bend down to see if I could see his balls. <laughs> like, of course you're not. But then she does see his balls at some but point. Then and then she talks point. about how big and low swinging they are. And she's like, damn, those big low balls. And I'm like, those big swinging tank. big balls a thing people are into? <laughs> it's not me. If you are into like huge balls, tell us. Please send us an email because Jasmine yeah. clearly is, and that worried me. I maybe mean, maybe she likes a tea bag challenge, you know, like oh, the ice geez. bucket challenge. <laughs> but except it's a tea bag uh, challenge. <laughs> Okay. Um, but also, before all that happens, when she yeah. takes off her robe, he's like, mm, fuck, he fuck, and starts muttering and like skating around. Her. And she's like, what? What's your problem? You just said you wanted to do this, and now you're in a shitty mood as soon as we start doing it. And he's like, I just want to get it over with. And she's like, what is your fucking problem? And he's like, I just feel like maybe we shouldn't have done this. <laughs> it's because he's <laughs> going to get guys, a boner. He's, he's trying not to get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's so cold. He does not get a boner. It's too cold no, for that. No, uh, he, So he also says she can make fun of his body, like just a little. And then he goes, but I, uh, I don't think that there's anything you're really going to want to make fun of me about. But then he's like, on second thought, it's cold. So you are not allowed to make fun of me about things that want to try and escape into my body. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, he is impervious because of those big swinging clackers. You know? uh-huh. It says, at once I accidentally caught a glimpse of huge balls dangling between his legs that had for one second made me wonder what the hell he did with those things in his costumes. Oh. What? <laughs> They're so big that she can't figure out what he does with them when he skates. Horrifying. Horrifying. Like when they finally do sex on each other, I had to think I had to like put it out of my brain. It seemed a little bit like borderline clinical, you know, like yeah. like an elephantitis situation. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, so then the photo shoot happens and it goes well. Goes great. Then at some point, like I think later that day, you guys stole the same day, her mom gets into a car accident and Jasmine finds out by getting home and the mom has like made her dinner. And then the first time she looks up at her face, which is like, 
I want to say like two minutes into their interaction, Jasmine just hasn't bothered to look up at her Yeah, mom. but I think it's also like the thing where like one kitchen light is on, you know, because it's night. Okay. I, that's yeah, that's what I was picturing. I don't know. All right. Yeah, that's less assholic. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So Jasmine does a big freak out because she makes this car accident about her super hard. Yeah, Jasmine does a big narcissism and um, <laughs> she does. <laughs> Jasmine does a big narcissism and a big bad daughter. Mm-hmm. So her mom says she was in a car accident and she didn't want to tell anybody because she didn't want to bother them. And Jasmine, including in her brain, all of her siblings. Yeah. All of her siblings. Who are home. So I don't know wh- how she thought that was going to go. No, no, no. They're all at their own houses. She's the only one who lives with her mom. But like the next day they're over. I know. Yeah. Because but they I think all she have dinner that there night. all the time. Oh, don't well, tell them that night. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway. Jasmine is like, oh my God. In her brain parts, she's like, oh my God. My mom doesn't want anyone to know that she was in a car accident. And instead of thinking that maybe her mom has an issue... Right. Like being a martyr and giving too much of herself all the time and not right. valuing herself. She's like, this is my fault for figure skating. For figure skating. She's like, she's like, my family doesn't know that I love them. And I have chosen figure skating for so long that they think that that's all I care about. And then you guys, her response to that is to then walk out, choose to figure skate more. Yeah, her, your, mom, your mom was just in a car accident. Instead of being like, "Mom, can I get you anything? Can I make you some tea? Do is you want to snuggle on the do couch? You wanna, yeah, do you want to have a night together? She Why says, don't we watch your favorite movie? Fucking nothing. She turns says, Fuck around off. and walks out the door. She almost leaves her mom to clean up her dishes like I think she always does, question mark. And then she's like, oh, I guess because she's just been in this accident, I should go and clean up my dishes and like put them in the sink and burr. So she has spent 12 hours or whatever skating and working. Her mom is like, I am a big injure. Uh And her response is to be like, well, fuck Fuck you, fuck everyone. You guys think I chose figure skating? Well, then I might as well make it worth it. That's her. That's her logic. Is like if they're gonna, if they're gonna think I will always choose figure skating, then I need to practice more so that Mm -hmm. I can win something and make my choices worth it. This has nothing to do with her figure skating. No, it has nothing. Nothing to do with with her or her skating. It blew my mind. I there was like a figure skating movie where like the mom died on the way to practice because she was like speeding to like see no uh, that's save the last dance is that oh shit yep. balls that's save the last dance <laughs> it's a ballerina i was thinking movie. <laughs> it was ice princess with what's her name von trachtenberg or whatever her name. Oh, it might be also that i don't <laughs> know von, in that. Anyway. von trachtenberg <laughs> <laughs> no that is save the last dance but something like that i maybe would have understood more if she was like mom you've got to come to the rink right now right. now now totally. and give me my schmur schmurs that would make more sense. This made no sense. So she goes to the uh, to the rink, forgets her skating bag. I don't. I didn't understand this. So she somehow got there without her skating bag, but does have her skates. Which maybe she has a locker there. I don't. She has like backup skates. She has like old ass just in case skates, which are kept her... where at the rink in her locker? Question mark. I don't know. She anyway. gets there. She doesn't have like she doesn't have all the things she needs to skate. She puts her skates on. She doesn't with have her bandages on her no feet. No bunga pads. Gets yeah. out on the ice to just rip the fuck out of her feet. I don't understand. Uh huh. It never comes back that she did right. like 
20 triple jumps and fell 20 times yeah with no bungas what or no bandages nothing whatsoever and it doesn't come back that she ripped the shit out of her feet i don't she's she's wearing you guys socks and old skates yeah and doing this so then sorry this bothered me a lot i was just like Uh and so then she just goes and starts throwing herself into jumps and just like falling and falling and falling and falling and then all of a sudden ivan comes and tells her to get up. And she's like splayed out on the ice. And he's like, he hands her a Hershey's kiss, which I think is very cute. It's very cute. Sorry. That that part was very cute. Yeah. And he's like, get up. And she's like, no. And he's like, why? Up. why and she's she like, get no. Up? And then they repeat that those phrases back to each other for about for six easily pages. Easily 150 pages. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Why wouldn't she get up? I didn't understand. It Was it just because he told her to? I didn't get it. I think it. so. She's like, my whole skin on my back is aflame because it's so cold on this ice, but I still won't get up because he wants me to. But she oh. didn't say that. She didn't say that it was because he she, he wanted her to. I know. I know. If, I read she, between she the lines. If she said that, yeah. I would understand it a little more. But I was yeah. just like, why aren't you getting up? Jasmine, <laughs> just get. This Are happened several times throughout the book where she's like, "I don't want to get up," and he's like, "Fine, I will carry you." And I'm like, okay, "Yeah, that's fine like, by me." But like, I, I didn't understand. Do <laughs> I do it yeah. anyway. So he does it, you guys. He, he does a big carry. carries her. Oh boy, and carries he... her into his secret room, a secret lair. But before we get there, Bing right. Bing Bong, yeah. butt cheeks with Aaron. Butt cheeks with Aaron. I requested this. <laughs> this is a requested bing boom bong from melody <laughs> i texted when i texted you three hours before we were supposed to record yesterday and i was 20 percent into the book and i refused mm. to tell you how far into the book i was yes, yes but now did. i can tell you that i was 20 percent in <laughs> and you said something like do you like book and i said don't know book long also little things keep bothering me like how yeah. she keeps falling on her left butt cheek over and over and over again my right. left butt cheek hurt my left thigh my left this my left that you don't fall on your left butt cheek you can but you you fall on the right one and then you roll on the left one that's how it always goes because that's how jumps go because you're right. physics with air and bing boom it, it's an internal it's a secondary bing boom bong within the butt cheeks yeah bing, boom. i love it we're, love we're under it. an umbrella of butt cheeks and then we're going into physics now yes oh you got i don't even know why i'm no one wants to hear this but so you're in <laughs> the air you're in the air you're rotating you're rotating counterclockwise if you're a right-handed skater yes. which i'm assuming both of these people are because you can't have a left-handed skater paired with a right-handed skater and if they were both left-handed that would actually make a lot of sense for this book but it doesn't matter they're both left-handed no, but It'd be they, very they difficult for them to find cheeks that hurt oh though. you just wait okay sorry but if they're both left-handed it would be really hard for them to have partners to find partners and if they were opposites they couldn't be partners so we're just going to assume they're right-handed so they're rotating in the air counterclockwise left foot is over right foot crossed over the right leg okay then you land Uh on your right foot and you take your left leg and you swing it around to the back what hip do you fall on if that goes your right one always right always right because yeah nothing is on your left side like no weight no rotation, no and nothing. Then you now, you, sometimes if you are still rotating when you fall, you fall on the right and then you kind of, the inertia throws you onto the left. That happens. Yeah. But if you're into figure skating and you're doing big jumps, it's your right side that's always fucked up all the time. So she reaches down while Ivan is carrying her 
and she pinches his butt cheek. His right he, butt cheek. His right butt cheek. And he doesn't care. No. No, it's his left butt cheek. It's his left one. Sorry. And no, he, no, because it's her left one that doesn't hurt. It would be his right one that did, and she pinched the one that didn't hurt. Oh, God damn it! So she pinches his left yeah. butt cheek, and he doesn't care. And then they get to he has a room that is his room. Secret lair. At the LC Lukov complex. He has a secret yeah, it's lair like with a, a little like pad. You get in there and it's got like cup of noodles. It's got hot chocolates. It's got uh-huh. a bed. It's got everything. It's got a shower. Ever want. Oh boy. And he then pinches her butt on the left side and it hurts her real bad. What? No, because it's her left one that always hurts and it shouldn't be. I know, but that's where it is. It's it's her left one that no, always hurts and it no, shouldn't be. No, because, because then Mariana Zapata says God, that, that she he pinched her on the one that, that, that does not have nerve damage. Oh, the one that can feel. I thought he... Oh, that can and she feel. pinched him I it was the one on the one. Inj- oh, okay. No, then she I'm pinched him on the one that has nerve damage and doesn't care. It makes no sense. So then Ivan is like, and then she's like, why did mine hurt and yours didn't? I, so I thought it was the one they fell on hurt more, but it's the one they no. don't fall on hurts more. Yes. And he goes, you always fall on your left butt cheek and I always fall on my right. Yeah. That thing just pushed me all the way over the edge. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Like, you- <laughs> rage with Aaron. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That's the end. We're we're out of both being we being boom bongception is over. Okay, we we've, we've descended out of it. Yeah, we're cool, done. Cool. All right, here we go. So, he and his big clackers carry her into his secret lair. And what are you doing? I'm checking off my figure skating <laughs> bing boom bongs. Falling on butt cheeks. Just got a check mark. We only have two Excellent. more left. Okay. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> okay, so then he's like for fuck's sake, what's the matter with you? And she's like, I'm not going to tell you. And then he puts her down and he takes off her skates and he makes her a hot chocolate all the while being like, Jasmine, talk to me. Jasmine, talk to me. And it's a it's a really sweet. OK, he does a big sweet. He does a very big sweet. Yeah. And then um, when she finally tells him nine pages later, he's like, everyone at this level feels bad about what we've sacrificed you know like Mm -hmm. whether it's school or whether it's prom or whether it's whatever like i didn't know about any i didn't do any of those things because i was figure skating and Mm -hmm. he says that it's worth it and then she goes it's only worth it if you win and i'm a loser she's right and then <laughs> she's only she's never gotten first place at a competition. This girl has a quad toe. She's never won a fucking thing. Blows <laughs> <Close> my mind. <laughs> Even I won a couple things. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so she's a loser. And so then he hugs her and she's like trying not to cry and she's yeah. not crying, but she's mm-hmm. doing a big freak out. She's mm-hmm. doing a bit of a hyperventilate. Yeah. And he's hugging her from behind and he talks her off the ledge with these big he compliments. He skates off for her. I it's know. very cute. And he gives her the hot cocoa. It's he very He assures nice. her that they're going to win and he's like your family loves you and they're so proud of you and you know we're going to win so everything you've done is going to be worth it and it's just going to be us together meatball and it's a really cute thing it's very very cute it's really nice 
Okay, so then they go to practice, and he's like, hey, can I invite myself over to dinner? And she's like, yes, you can. Uh, she wants to just, like, shrug, but she's like, he deserves at least a nod after he comforted me like that. And so mm-hmm. she begrudgingly nods, and that is how Jasmine is. <laughs> and that is, like, the most nice she is to him it's the so entire cute. time. The uh-huh. whole book, he's giving her so much. He's giving her oh. a comfort. He's giving her a hug. He's giving her a niceness. You guys, he is a words of affirmation, he and is. I am a sucker for it. And Ooh. she's a nothing. She and literally she- gives him nothing. <laughs> the idea that at the end of the, this book, he's confident to be like, you know, I'm into this, and I think you uh-huh. are too, blows my mind, because she gives him <laughs> nothing the whole time. So then in the locker room, some girls are like... You know, big feet and big dicks. And I wonder what Ivan has swinging with those clackers, you know. He has some big ones. (laughs) But she's like, stop talking about him. Would you want people talking about your body behind your back? Goodbye. And then out in the hallway, there's two girls picking on some other two girls. Mm -hmm. And the ones who are getting picked on are always really sweet. And say hi to Jasmine when Mm -hmm. she's mean mugging everybody. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, don't you dare. I'm going to open a can of whoop ass on you. And And Ivan then like sort of stops her. He has to interrupt her so she'll stop yelling at children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm fine with it. They were being dicks. But she was about to say motherfucker. She was about to call them motherfuckers. Right, which is a step too far. (laughs) They are 12 after all, or 14. Yeah. And so then he's like, hey, Jasmine, I'm hungry. Are we going? And then she goes over to him thinking he's going to be like, why are you like this? And instead he's like, so what's a can of whoop ass though? Can you (laughs) tell me about that? It's cute. It's cute. Okay. So then they have dinner at her house and she keeps on every time she goes to shower and then come down, she always eavesdrops on them. Mm -hmm. And this time... They're telling him that she hated Snow White because Snow White was this uh, lazy, good for nothing, blah, blah, blah. Like men. But (laughs) didn't they say that it was really her mom that said that and she was copying things that her mom said only about Snow White? Like her mom would say things like you should never depend on a man. And she's like Snow White depending on a man. You know, those sort of things. It's very cute. Which is funny because then who depends on a man at the end is all I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) So, oh, and you guys, when she comes into the room, finally, there are two seats open at the table. There's one next to a sister somewhere. And then there's one right next to Ivan. And so she chooses the one next to Ivan. And during the dinner, they do a lot of thigh grabbing and a lot of knee caressing yeah. and a lot of she does a, a choke and a cough and he does a pat a back and a hand oh, water. Right, because they at her know. mom point blank asks him, so why only one year? What's the deal? This is so unusual and weird. And why yeah. can't you pair with her? For more than a year and then she yeah. chokes on some rice and he like yeah pats her on the back and stuff does. It's nice mm-hmm. nice and then during that dinner one of her sisters the one who matters more says <laughs> ruby yeah ruby says are you gonna babysit with me and she's like oh yes i definitely will so then nope. when babysitting comes around confession i did not read you chapter 13 <laughs> You guys, when Aaron was freaking out about this book, I was like, hey, listen, lady, chapter 13 is a four melody chapter. 
Aaron should do a chapter 13 skip. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud of you for doing that. So mm-hmm. I think maybe her car breaks down again or I don't remember. But anyway, he needs to give her a ride. And he's like, oh, but it's all the way across town. Well, then I guess if it's only for a, sh- uh, a short-ish amount of time, it's like four hours, then I guess I'll go with you and I'll stay with you and I'll just babysit with you and then I'll take you home. So she's like, oh, I don't know about this, but I kind of like it. And then they go in and... Uh, the rest of the chapter involved my ovaries doing a big shiver. My ovaries were doing a fireworks explosion because there is a picking up babies and uh, talking about the future and stuff. And he's like, do you want kids? And she's like, someday, but like in a really long time. And she doesn't want to do figure skating and parenting because she wants to do She wants to do the parenting in the best way she possibly can. And he's like, well, don't you think you could do that with the right person? Basically, like, don't you think you could have it all, Jasmine, with the right person? And she's like, well, do you want kids? And he was like, I I didn't until I met this baby. And now I do, but only with the right person. And like, I don't know. He does this like really cute nag where he's like, I got to choose the right person, though, because I don't want to dilute my blood. And then he says something like, (laughs) otherwise they might come out short and angsty and heavy boned and like all the things that she is. It's really cute. And then she has some weird feelings in her tummy. And now it's chapter 14. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, kids. Aaron can now enjoy the conversation again. We're an hour and 31 minutes into this podcast and we're only halfway through the book, Mel. Oh, no. I think... Oh, no. Is this a two-parter and I didn't know it? I think it is. Gosh. Yeah. Can I just get my last two figure skating bing bing bongs out of the way and (laughs) then we'll be done? (laughs) Jasmine and Ivan both... Okay, first she says that she loves her triple lutz. She's done it thousands of times. She has the most consistent triple lutz out there in the world, which is the hardest, besides the axle, the hardest triple jump for most people. She says she calls it her 3L at one yeah, point. Yeah, she says everybody like, calls it her 3L. I call 3L. it the 3L. It's my little nickname for the triple Lutz. And then he calls it a 3L at one point. I have never... Maybe this is only something for like when you get up into the upper Olympic echelons of okay. figure skating. They start calling jumps 2Ls and 3Ls and 3Ss. Mm-hmm. They call it triple Southpaw 3S at one time. It doesn't make uh-huh. sense. Th- there are other jumps that start with L... So, like, what do you call your triple loop if you're calling your triple lutz a 3L? I think it would get really confusing, and I don't think it's a real thing, and it's very weird. And I don't know why Mariana made this up. Okay. Unless maybe it's not made up, but it seems made up, because I just... Then what do you call your triple loop? I don't understand. What do you call your triple toe loop? Do you call it a TL? Is it just the 3T? I don't know. You call it a three twisty foot. Yeah, I don't know. Three twisty foot. Three, uh, (laughs) at one point, she talks about how she has a videotape of him falling on a death spiral. Oh, yeah, at the Cup of Russia, I believe. Which is, I want you all to Google a death spiral and tell me how the man can possibly fall in that (laughs) maneuver and what it would look like because he can't. And it would look crazy if he did. Like it would have to. He would have to like trip on something on the ice in order to fall because he just stands there in a yeah. back pivot. It's crazy. That was weird. Also, she okay. calls 
a spin, a camelback, she said. So-and-so was doing a camelback. And uh-huh. then describes a Beelman spin. And then I was like, well, maybe some people call this a camelback. Maybe in Canada, it's a camelback. Is, is she Canadian? Because uh-huh. I was thinking maybe like Winnipeg. I don't know. So I was like, maybe they call it a camelback up there in the north. No, mm-hmm. I googled camelback spin in figure skating. And I got yeah. a bunch of camel spin, and then I put it in quotes, and it does not exist. And I, where where did it come from? Well, my and fourth... Wait, wait, wait. The fourth video that comes up is a back camel spin. No, no. The, no. She specifically describes a Beelman spin. She's like, they were doing okay. a camel back, which is when you grab your skate and pull it above your head so that you look like an egg. And that's yeah. a Beelman spin. So is that You're a cap- good at that. Is that a copy? You do that in yogas, too. Nah, not quite, but yeah. And then, oh, sure. <laughs> sorry, it's not a yoga move. You're you're talking about the standing up mermaid pose, which is not quite. You have to go like all the way back with the Beelman and take your skate all the way up over your head from backwards. All I'm saying, Aaron, is that you look really sexy either way you're doing it. Thanks. That's all I'm saying. Thanks. You're welcome. But anyway, is that copyrighted? Is that the reason? And then did she just make <laughs> up a new spin? Because Denise Beelman has copyrighted or, or trademarked her spin? And then if that's the case, why not just pick a different spin? <laughs> I don't. All right. And now that's the end. I hope oh, anyone good. listened. All right. Bye. All right. Rock on. Rock on, you guys. All right. Well, you know what I'm really Cut fucking it. excited Cut it about? All. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not going to. You know what I'm really, really excited about now, Erin, is being able to read a different book next week because I have notes on this entire book already. Yay. Oh, raise the roof. Raise the roof. Yay. Okay, man, I've done that in front of Michael a couple of times and he looks at me like the whitest white lady he's ever seen <laughs> doing white things. Also, in other news, in Intellectualism 2020 yeah. update news, yeah. I read this whole book before this episode. She did. So... Guys, we're that. doing it. I used to we're only doing read it for half you the book when it was long. Because listener, yeah, listener, we we learned some things in 2019. Okay, <laughs> we did, and it was hard, and it involved tears. Yes, a couple of times, and so we are committed to being better for you and for ourselves. And we're going to read the, the whole book this time of the fucking the world. Whole yeah. Time. And if you noticed, it improved the episode because we talked about shit that happened at the end in relation to shit that happened at the beginning because we were smart about we it. We knew what was foreshadowed. We did a foreshadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, intellectualism feels good. All right. Do you have a lady love? Man. All right. Here it is, you guys. A couple of weeks ago. We decided to reorganize some things in our house. We were like, there is too much stuff and we don't know what's going on, but we still needed all the stuff. We couldn't just junk the stuff. Mm-hmm. So I discovered this little thing called an undershelf basket and I am obsessed. It has changed my life. It's this metal thing. It hangs on the top of a shelf or like under a cabinet or like in between two regular cabinet shelves. And it's just a place where you can put the tiny things that don't need to be on the bottom of your 18-inch shelf. And then you can't put anything tall there because tiny things are taking up space where bottles should be and stuff like that. You guys, hanging under shelf baskets. Change the game in my house. That's my lady love. (laughs) 
It's a really good lady love. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I drink so much more tea now because I moved my tea out of the cabinet where I couldn't see it and into an under basket on my counter, and now I can see it all the time. And I say to myself, oh, "Hello, self. I want some tea. Look what I can see right there. It's just waving at me with its delicious." herbalness I love being you. like Melody you should drink me and then I do and it's nice <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you two lady loves I think <gasps> two of them yeah me. so the first one it just occurred to me that the very best pairs program I've seen in a really long time and I think this was my lady love another time last year so i'm care. sorry is the vanessa james and morgan cipre cipre cipres mm. c-i-p-r-e-s french he's french they're french they're both french wicked games routine from 2019 so if you google their names and like maybe mm. grand prix you're gonna see it they're wearing like black and she's got like pants on she's got a good pants and it is like it is the sexiest best pears routine i've seen in so long and she's so tall for pears and it, her lines are just insane it makes me emotional every time i watch that program have wow. you seen it i no. know i've sent it to you i've put it on the cult multiple times okay maybe i have three to I four times remember. i've been like have you guys seen this <laughs> anyway vanessa james and morgan Cipray. Okay, well, send me the link again, and I'll include it in the show notes. I'm bad at foreign words, and I'm sorry about it, French HBs. Okay, and then also, my mom has been telling me for weeks, every time I'm on the phone with my mom, she's like, have you watched this show on Fox called Flirty Dancing? And every time, I'm like, no, mom, I haven't watched Flirty Dancing yet. Because she's always (laughs) trying to talk me up about, like, dancing with the stars and stuff. And I'm always like, mom, Uh it's not a show I watch. And she's like, well, you gotta watch it. And it's like, I don't watch that show. I just have so many and so so, little time. Yeah, I just don't. And every time I've talked to her for weeks, she's been like, you have to. You must. You must watch Flirty Dancing. And so yesterday I was sick and she's like, perfect. It's the perfect time for you to watch Flirty Dancing on Fox. And I'm like, fine, (laughs) fuck. If I want to continue to have a relationship (laughs) with my mother, I'm going to have to watch (laughs) Flirty Dancing on Fox. Melody. Oh. It's so good. And I think it's canceled but it's so good. It's a reality show where they take a person and then they pair them, they match make them with two other people. Um, so it's only ever heterosexual couples so far. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because it's dancing, not that, but I think it's like traditional dancing and that's why they've done yes. that. Not that they couldn't yeah. do it another way, but so they'll take a man and then they'll say, okay, we're pairing you up with these two women. And then he learns two dance routines, one for each woman, and then the women learn their dance routines. And then they do a blind date where they just do the dance that they've learned and choreographed over the past like weeks or whatever. And they're not allowed to talk. They just do their dance. And that's their date. And they walk away. And the dance scenes are so cinematic and beautiful. They've got like drones flying around them and like the music is swelling and they have them in these beautiful locations like on a boat or on a stage and it's like or on the streets of wherever it's and it's beautiful it's beautiful and each time they've all come away being like oh my god like i just had this like spiritual experience dancing with this stranger this choreographed dance that i learned and then the the man 
in this case would then picks one of the women to date based on the dance. Wow. It is so good. And almost all of them, I think there was only one that at the end they went on a date and they didn't have chemistry. All of the other ones are like, we're on date five. We just spent the holidays together. And it's also not just like, there's like a one with old people. I mean, not old, but like a widower, you know, and like, it's not just like these young Instagram influencer people. It's all different kinds of people. And it's very emotional and very good. And I loved it so much. And there's four episodes now. There's going to be six. And then they just moved it to Saturdays, which is kind of the death knell for Fox. So I think it's going to get canceled. But it's real good. And then there was just one. Yeah. I hate to be this Mm -hmm. person. Yes. So I'm really sorry. It's okay. Are there any cinematic, beautiful episodes in which one woman is paired with two men and they dance and then she chooses? Oh, yes. Each each one. Sorry, I just used the man as an example so I could use some pronouns to describe what was going on. Oh. In each episode, there is a man that dances with two women and a woman who dances with two men. Not at the same time. You know, they're individual dances. Yes, 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 yes. But each one stars a man and a woman and then four total suitors okay and it would be so cool if they did like a a homosexual episode or like it would be so cool that they haven't done that in partner dancing when i did um west coast swing which i really miss and i am determined to get back into when i don't have small children anymore that is so the dancing community is tough because it used to be a very stringent the leads are men and the follows are women Mm -hmm. right But as especially the West Coast swing community has become more and more interconnected and everything else, there's a lot more women who are, if not also learning the lead Mm -hmm. role to then have anybody follow them. It can be men or women who follow them. Oh, cool. But some women are just like only learning how to lead. So I love that. But yeah, it would be cool to... Or, or have an episode where they switch it, where a heterosexual couple, sure. the woman learns the lead and the man learns the follow part. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. But it's cool. Yeah, but I don't think All we're right. going to get that opportunity to see yeah, it sounds like they're other kinds it. of couples. But flirty dancing. I'm going to check and see oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's so emotional. It's just so clear how. And it's, it's hosted by Jenna Dewan. And it's Ooh. so clear how, like... <sighs> how much dancing with somebody can like build a connection and you can learn so much about them it's a language on its own i know it's and it's so it's so clear in the show and then at the end after they dance they have like a moment of like they're looking at each other and they're not allowed to talk you know that last hold you know it's usually a dip or something like that and it's just this like oh it's such a cool thing and then one of them they start making out no uh-huh. And they never even said anything. To me. They don't even know each other's names. Oh, that is hot. So sexy. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So I'm like my mom, you guys, flirty dancing. You can no longer continue to have a connection with me until you watch flirty dancing. Okay, it's on Fox. I'm on it's on it. Hulu. Yeah. Okay, I'm into it. All right, cool. Can't wait. Well, for this you to watch was fun. It. Yeah, this was really fun. You can find us on all the places. We are on. Instagram at heaving bosoms on Twitter's at heaving underscore bosoms. Remember, guys, we post the reading lists of upcoming the the upcoming like five books on our social media. Mm-hmm. So follow us there if you want to either read along or if you want to know whether or not the book you bribed us with is coming up. <laughs> our pinned tweet is always the reading list. Yes. 
and it's also uh, it's in like the admin section of the cults yeah in the announcement section mm-hmm. or whatever speaking of the cults on facebook it's the heaving bosoms podcast geriatric friendship cult and it's a bunch of just excellent humans who are together to talk about romance and support each other and just be amazing and then there is our website where you can find links to our Patreon and our merch. That is heavingbosomspodcast.com. And the Reading Embrace is on the website. And the Reading Embrace, you guys. The Reading Embrace is really exciting. If you want to do the Reading Embrace, there's printables and downloads there. So you don't have yeah. to like make your own spreadsheet. Even though I know some of you are like deeply into that. You, you don't have to if you're not. And we love you for, for it. For you Ooh. Gryffindors out there, you can download a spreadsheet right from That's the website. Right. <laughs> and, and a lot of Hufflepuffs, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So keep being a badass. <sighs> and love yourself as much as you love those big, big swinging clackers. <laughs> what does he do with them in his costume? I'm going to bend right over and take a big pixie at his big swinging balls and Just so you know, they come back. They come back. This <laughs> is not do. a reference that, that just gets dropped one time. Because later we have sex with them. Um, yeah, we do. <laughs> big, big balls. All, All right. right. Love yourself Aaron, much that, as much as that. And I do. All right. <laughs> I also love you. You I love you too now. so much. Okay. Right. Bye. Hey you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.